This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey y'all, it's Crystal. And it's Samantha, and this is Serial Holic Sisters. True crime shit. Hey, girl, hi. Hey, 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 it is recording day, one it day late, one day late, <laughs> that's okay, because Weefy sucks, <laughs> it does, I, you had issues the other day, but I had them this weekend, it yeah. was so stupid, it was like the whole town, though, that's where right. I live, Um, our internet provider just like, Wi-Fi was down for the weekend, it was kind of yeah. a, you live in a small town, and there's only one Wi-Fi, and <laughs> well, there's, Technically there's three, but the other two oh. are only work. It, it's weird. This is, they this work is how less you know, than, than yours. <laughs> this is how, you know, you live in a small town. If the other internet providers only work, if you don't have large trees in your house, if you can see a specific area in the town from your house, like, yeah, that's going to be a negative. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't go with those. <laughs> yeah. So let's do our, our shout out to our Patreonite, Patronus, Patreon, Patronus, Patron, Patreon. Shout out to Zane H. Hey, Zane, you're freaking awesome. <laughs> she, she's like petrified. She's going to pronounce your last I'm name. I'm sorry. Wrong. You know who you are. You're awesome, Zane. We heart you. We heart you, Zane. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for, for being, being a listener. So, yeah, I have just an interesting case. Uh, that is happening near me right now that I wanted to tell you about before we started so it's like like an actual like a true crime case case yes there's not like I'll update y'all if I hear any updates on it but this is like crazy weird so I heard about it because the girl that it happened to actually goes to school with my work bestie like she went to high school with her okay and so it was like a former she was like a state representative or like in the state legislator or something like that anyways her sister was found dead in her trailer last year on christmas morning okay her trailer like was caught on fire and her remains were found but there was no they don't think they think it, they think it was foul play because she did not die from the fire there was no like smoke inhalation she was dead before oh the fire. that's weird that's really weird but the state legislator lady she didn't think that they were like taking the case very seriously like nothing had happened there were no updates nobody was updating her so she was starting to get super vocal about it like online on social media and stuff like that and saying hey I think there was foul play here nobody's really paying attention so let's like get that out there well then a couple weekends ago so she went to she still has the sister's property and like keeps keeps up with it so she went over there and was cutting grass there Mm -hmm. and was shot in the back of the head (gasps) and killed yes what yeah she was like out there like i think she was weed eating they said and i feel as though 
I feel like you shouldn't be talking about this right now. You don't think? Like, no. there's no, there's no update. Like, it's going to be a long time before there's any kind of okay, update. Okay, but it. let's not dig into it right now. No, I'm not digging into it. I'm just reporting what the reports have said because like I've been reading somebody... all these articles on it, and I'm like, this is crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not picking up your best interest. <laughs> well, thank you for that. But yeah, no, isn't that crazy? Like that's that insane. So clearly it's gotta be her sister must have been into something either bad or it's a government thing. Or... I don't know. There's a lot of theories. A lot of people think whoever did this to the sister was like, oh, she's getting too close to figure out who it was. And so then oh, they they yeah. took her out. But I don't know. Like it's crazy. That's awful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, where did it happen? Um I don't remember exactly. It's a different, it's near me, but it's a different county. It was in, it's in Northern Mississippi somewhere. Wow. Yeah. So now I'm going to have to start like following this. It's crazy, <laughs> crazy, that crazy. Nuts. So that's, that's nuts. my little nearby true crime that's happening right now. I don't really have anything new this week. This week is my week. Boop, boop. I am doing, it's not a really long case. It's, it's actually kind of a short case. It is, um, an Italian woman, silly, serial killer, serial killer, serial killer. Okay. <laughs> killer. <laughs> an Italian woman. Okay. I just wanted to wait and see if you might know, because I know how you like all the all the foreign, <laughs> the foreign <laughs> I'm just thinking, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. Well, this is the story of, um, or the case of Leonardo Chinchilli. Okay. So, Leonardo, she was born in April, um, 1984 in Montella, which was, um, like a little kingdom of Italy. Okay. Sadly, she did not grow up with a really great childhood. She actually, um, was a child of rape. Aww. Like her, her mother was raped, um, and she was forced to marry her rapist because oh my back God. then, yeah, back then it was, um, you're pregnant, then like you're in specific areas, you know, oh, you're pregnant, you're going to marry him and you're going to stay with him because you got pregnant out of wedlock. <laughs> this bitch is no, frowned but, upon. Bitch, no, I isn't <laughs> like, no, <laughs> right. That's terrible. So unfortunately she married her rapist and after and this after her pregnancy was discovered like that's when she married him because she was forced to well um leonardo she was in a really really poverty stricken part mm -hmm. of um that italy area that she was growing up in you know so <laughs> that italy <laughs> that italy area <laughs> um well, the, just the, the place that she was growing up in, um, she, she lost her father quite early in life, which thank God for that, because he was a piece of shit, obviously. Oh. Oh. So, um, <laughs> sounds horrible, but he raped her mother. So, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and because I forgot of, about that for a second. So when you said he, she lost her father, I was like, oh no. And then you're like, which oh. is great. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's he's rotten in hell um <laughs> she she was raised in a really crappy situation 
you know, her, her mother emotionally abused her, her whole life because, you know, she didn't want to have her. She was raped. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah. She was raped. She didn't want to have her. Um, so she was really emotionally abusive and she abused her so bad, like emotionally that, um, Leonardo actually tried to kill herself twice. She tried to, to commit suicide two times growing up, which is really, really sad when you think about it. Yeah. Um, when she got older, um, she went against the wishes of her, her mother and grandparents. Um, and they had picked a wealthy suitor for her, but she actually married a registry office clerk named Raphael Panzardi. Okay. I bought it. And he was, he was, um, actually really a lot older than her at the time. Um, which her mother, like she cursed her and her husband on several occasions to where she was really uncomfortable being around her, um, living in the same area. So they ended up moving. So they move out of the area to get away from like that kind of negativity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Leonardo and her husband, they, they moved to a town called Loria and they had financial troubles right from the beginning. They were lower class. They didn't have a lot of money. Her mo- mom didn't grow up with a lot of money. Money. He was a registry clerk, which was not, um, not, not bringing in good. all the dough. <laughs> Unfortunately with his earnings, they couldn't support a growing family, but they soon started having children. So it was not going well. <laughs> um, well, Leonardo, um, Leonardo, like, fucking like the <laughs> Ninja, Ninja Turtle, Turtle. Leonardo. <laughs> so, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. When did he get here? <laughs> let, me, let me back up. Leonardo. Um, <laughs> she ended up working as well. So back then, um, in the 18 or early 1900s, I guess, because she was born in the 1800s is early 1900s. Um, mm-hmm. women didn't really work much, you know, they stayed home, took care of the kids, did right. all that, but she worked. But in 1927, she was arrested for fraud and went to prison. Oh, that took a turn. <laughs> it did. Okay. Um, she was just trying to keep up with all the finances and trying to raise a family. Well, after she was released, um, she, her and her husband decided to move the family to another area, which was um, a way for them to look for a fresh new start. Okay. But tragedy and misery followed them here as well. In 1930, their house was destroyed by an earthquake. Oh, no. Right. Well, that's real bad luck. It is. It is. So basically bad luck just followed this, this woman. Right. Um, They were really unfortunate and had to move again. So they packed up everything and they moved to a town in the province of Reggio Emilia, Italy. I'm sure I just butchered that, but it is what it is. Okay. (laughs) I don't speak Italian. (laughs) This is where the family began to gain some amount of financial security though. So Leonardo had, Leonardo. I don't know why. I what is wrong with you? Leonardo. <laughs> Leonardo. Wow. <laughs> so she was really a big, like Betty homemaker at home. And she made a lot of things. 
and Betty Homemaker, Susie Homemaker, Susie Homemaker, <laughs> Betty Crocker. I don't know what you want to call her. <laughs> Anyways, she was, she made a lot of things. She's really crafty. Um, she was on so Pinterest when, all the time. Just like, she was always on the, Pinterest. she was just like <laughs> making shit left and right. <laughs> So Leonardo opened up a small soap shop um, when they started doing well. She was a well-respected member of the community. Her shop was doing really well. Um, she was actually really popular. Everyone loved coming in and buying her soaps. Okay. Well, when they started getting financial stability, they wanted, her and her husband wanted to try and have a larger family. Well, over the years, she ended up having 17 pregnancies. Oh my gosh. That's and too many pregnancies. Of- <laughs> too many. <laughs> but out of these pregnancies, three of them were miscarriages. Okay. And 10 of her children actually died in childhood. Oh, in childbirth? Childhood. In childhood. As in, oh, as but in, they were they were already childs. They was already childs. And no, she did not kill them. It was just unfortunate accidents that were happening. I was like, that's Um, super sketchy. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't it this if I didn't see anything at all that stated that it was her. (laughs) Okay. That's Um, really sad. She actually became like superly overprotective of the four children that did survive. I bet. With good reason. Yeah. Well, she was a super extremely superstitious woman. She believed in fortune telling, astrology, and palm reading. Okay. Well, her fear of losing more children was actually driven because she had a conversation with a fortune teller like years earlier before she even got married. And the fortune teller told her that she would get married and have children and they would all die young. Oh my God. Uh, uh, that's a terrible fortune (laughs) so she's like living this fortune basically that's awful is it not the worst makes me what do you do what do you do if you go to a fortune teller and that's what they tell you like what do you you just leave like okay like I will never go to a fortune teller basically is what it (laughs) (laughs) It told me I don't want my fortune read I don't want to know all the terrible shit that's gonna happen I don't want to know I'd rather live not knowing. <laughs> Let me just be surprised like everyone else. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, during this time, um, she met another like Romani palm reader who told her that she saw prison in Leonardo's right hand and Uh-oh. a criminal asylum on the left. Oh, shit. <laughs> She so needs to stop going to these like, fortune tellers and palm readers. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So basic, so basically she's gone to these fortune tellers and they're like, well, you're going to get married and all your children are going to die. And then the next one was like, you're going to prison and an insane asylum. You're welcome. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, I am not paying you for that. <laughs> all, the more reason, all the more reason I am not going to a fortune teller. <laughs> That's awful. Well, in 1939, the World War II had broken out in Italy. <laughs> the World War II. <laughs> the World War II. <laughs> that one. Okay. So they began recruiting for their military, um, like having more people in their military over there. And her eldest son 
was designated to be part of the Italian army. Which, they were like enlisting people or whatever. Like they were like, was it a, right. what's the word I'm thinking of? Draft? Was it like a draft where they draft. were like, yeah. Okay. And she was really good friends with uh, Faustina Setti, um, Francesca Sovi, and Virginia, I'm not going to say her name right. <laughs> The Sopo, we're just going to go on from that one. I'm so sorry. It's awful. I'm so curious now. (laughs) Um, Anyways, well, there was a couple of other friends that she like lived near and um, two of their eldest sons were also recruited to go. So it's like this group of girlfriends and all their older sons are like getting drafted. Right. Well, determined you know, to protect their children, um, mm-hmm. Leonardo decided that, uh, the only way to do this was a human sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's and, logical. You know, that's the only logical explanation, right? Like, no, <laughs> no, right. well, no, Leonardo. <laughs> so Leonardo was also a fortune teller herself, or at least she decided to be, I was like, why didn't she do okay <laughs> so when she decided that the only way to protect her eldest son in the army um was to do it by human sacrifice it was because she then knew that she was also a fortune teller and she needed to gain a reputation as such so she, so she started just like reading. decided one day i am a fortune teller and i need yeah. to let everybody know so she started doing readings and I feel started, like you need to have some sort of formal training for that. Right. Well, <laughs> fortune teller today. And I'm going to go around and tell people this so that I get some people to come in and do readings with She's me. Like, and I, I am a fortune teller today. Give me your hand. I'm reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I see misery. <laughs> That'll be $10. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome tell your friends <laughs> well <laughs> um so to gain this rep this reputation um all three of her victims ended up being clients of hers <laughs> oh, okay that were, she, that were she was like i see death in your future right because i'm gonna kill you so Faustina Setti is the first one. She was a middle-aged unmarried woman who was looking for a husband. So was that one of her friends? Okay. Well, when I say friends, I mean in the area. Yeah. Like they know each other. Okay. They knew each other. So she came in, she was a middle-aged unmarried woman. She was looking for a husband. And during her visit, Leonardo told her that there was a suitable partner for her in Pola. She instructed her not to tell anyone anything about it. Oh, she also told her to write letters and postcards so that they could be sent back to her relatives and friends after she got to Pola. So she basically was like, okay, don't tell anybody about this man <laughs> that doesn't exist, but they're in Pola. Super and man. before you leave, I'm going to need you to write 10 postcards and letters <laughs> to people. <laughs> Here's a pen. <laughs> and I need you to tell them basically that you're doing great and you made it to go and 
meet your lovely husband that your fortune teller friend told you was in Pola. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> well, on the day of her departure, she came to tell Leonardo goodbye. She shouldn't have done that. Right. Really, <laughs> she should have just left. left. Just leave, girl. Well, she didn't. She came to tell her goodbye. She was like, hey, I really appreciate this. Thanks for everything that you've done. And Leonardo's like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. You you want to come in and have a glass of wine? Nope. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, Except cool. I would have been like, oh, yes, wine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you every time. That's how they always get me. <laughs> <laughs> so they lured her in with a drink of wine. Well, she drugged the wine. And as soon as um, Faustina fell unconscious, Leonardo then came up to her, pulled an axe out. Oh, my God. And immediately murdered her. It escalated so quickly. It did. Um, sorry, trigger warnings. <laughs> All the trigger warnings. I mean, we knew it was coming. <laughs> well, so she pulled her body into a closet and hacked it into nine pieces. Okay. She also collected the blood into a basin. Because it's a sacrifice. It, it is a sacrifice. And we'll go into like what she did with it in, in just a little bit. Um, well, then her second victim, her name was Francesca Sobe. Okay. Um, just like Fawcetta. I think that's how I, how do you say your name? Let me go back. Yeah. Faustina. Sorry just like Faustina. Um, she was a middle-aged woman who was promised better prospects than what she had at the time. Well, Leonardo, Leonardo told her had told her that she found her a job at a school for girls and it was in another area so she, she told her she found her a job. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm reading. And, and it looks like there's a job waiting for you at a school for girls. Um, so was she just like doing her reading and, and being like, oh, it looks like this job's available. Or was she like, hey, I know somebody and this job is available for you. <laughs> no, she was doing reading. She, these are all readings that she did. Okay. So just like um, her previous victim, she was asked to not talk to her friends about it, not do anything like that right now. Um, and also write also up, write some letters, some letters. Um, but this time before she left, she also told her, go ahead and correspond with your friends and let them know that you're taking this job. So that way, at least they know that you're going to go somewhere and they can expect that you're going to be gone soon, but you should still write these letters. So she did. Letters are so weird. I know. It's so that she can mail them out and make it look. Right. So nobody knows that she's, they're missing. Right. 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 She too came to. Question about the letters. I'm going back to letters. Okay. Is she writing 10 letters to 10 different people? Oh, I just said 10. I don't know if it was 10. You just <laughs> made up 10. Okay, I just but, made up 10. But I she's told, writing to like multiple people? Yeah, she was writing to, so it wasn't her that's writing. She's having the victims write to their family and friends, multiple right. letters and postcards. So that way, whenever she goes, she can have them mailed out for her. She's basically like, hey, you need to write all these. And have them ready for you for when you go in and leave. That way, 
if you don't have the time later on, because you know, you just met your husband to be or at this job, um, we'll make sure that your family knows you're doing great. And of course they're not thinking about it. They're like, Oh, that's a good idea. When me, (laughs) when I'd be like, no, I'll just write them when I'm there. (laughs) Like, what if I need to talk about how terrible my trip was? Like, what if I need to bitch about something that hasn't happened yet? Like, I don't know. I don't know. So like, if I just wrote this happy go lucky, I'm so happy. Everything's great letter. I feel like people would be like, what's wrong? (laughs) Oh, I would never write a letter happy go lucky. And then somebody, they would be like, okay, where is she at? She's gone. She's missing. Cause you know, somebody has kidnapped her and forced her to write this letter because that is not my sister. (laughs) Also it, it shocks me because most people, especially back then, I would assume, I know, I know I probably would. I still probably would to this day. I would date them. Except she, she, she would be like, well, that wouldn't work because she wanted her to write it as if she was already there, right? Right. So wouldn't if you, you dated want to date them? But if you dated it for the day that you were writing it, then it wouldn't look like. I know, but I'm saying I don't understand how that worked with them because I would date them is what I'm saying. I'm saying I would have dated them. And I know back then they would have dated them. So she didn't date her letters or their postcards or anything. That's they probably crazy. told her not to. Yeah, fucking weirdo. <laughs> I I think that was suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Don't date your letters. So, anywho, just like um the previous victim, Francesca came to Leonardo's house to basically say goodbye to thank her for you know the opportunity and everything. I gotta stop doing that. I fucking know. And um, she drugged her with wine, just like she did before and murdered her with an ax and did the same exact thing. Then, um, the last victim was Virginia. Um, this is the one I can't ever say her last name, right? I'm going to listen to how you pronounce it because I'm awful. The anticipation is killing me. Cachopo. Virginia Cachopo. Okay. Okay. She was a former Soprano star. Wait, what? Yeah, this is, we're looking at 1940 now. Oh. So, yeah. I'm just 1800s and I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) No, no, no. you heard right. She's a former soprano star. Um, She had reportedly performed at La Scala, a famous opera house. What? I'm so dumb. Okay. You said she was a former soprano. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Vocal, vocal. I was thinking about the show. I'm like, no, oh my god, (laughs) you're like, she's no, she she performed at an opera house. I was like, Like, that's not, should I said, I should have, I should have told you singing soprano. Like the way you said it, I swear, I was like, she was not on the sopranos, like that was not a thing. So this whole time you've been talking about her, I've just been like, that's, that's wrong. That's not, that's not right. She was a former vocal soprano star. Is that better? Like, yes. Like she was, a, that makes more sense. Thank you. You're welcome. I apologize to all the listeners that just had me stop mid sentence because you had this weird look on your face. I was like, that's not accurate. No. Oh my God. Well, anywho, um, Leonardo had informed her about a job in Florence 
as a security or as a secretary, sorry, for a mysterious impresario, assuming that it's a magic act, mysterious impresario. I'm assuming I didn't, I honestly didn't, I'll be honest. I didn't look and see what that was. Um, so as with the other two women, she was instructed not to tell a single person about this destination either. Right. So I'm assuming when she was, this is just an assumption. I mean, take it as you will, but when she did all three of these readings and she was telling them not to tell a single person, she must've told them that if they told them it was like going to be bad luck and it wouldn't, right. she's a fortune teller. Maybe that's how she got away with. Right. Like if you tell somebody, then it's not going to come true. Right. On September 30th, 1940, she came to say goodbye to Leonardo as well. Leonardo? Leonardo. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I say it so fast, it sounds like Leonardo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she came to say goodbye, Leonardo did the same exact thing that she did to the other two. She drugged her with wine and she hacked her up in pieces. So I'm going to tell you, like, so basically when she got arrested, she gave a detailed account on what she did with the remains. Of right. Um, I waited, I didn't want to tell you after the first victim or the second until I got through all of them to let you know exactly what she did. So basically she told the authorities that she threw the pieces into a pot. Mm -hmm. So she hacked them up into nine pieces. Remember, um, she added seven kilos of, um, caustic soda and she stirred this mixture like she stirred the remains and this this mixture um in into a thick dark mush who basically she yeah it's gonna be disgusting so (laughs) i'm just gonna let you know basically she um just like was breaking it down all the flesh everything then she would then she would pour it into several buckets and she disposed of the, the bigger chunks that wouldn't like melt down mm-hmm. in a nearby septic tank. Oh, that, that yeah. can't be good for that. It was disgusting. But as for the blood, remember she, it, yeah, she saved the blood in a basin. Mm-hmm. Well, she let it like coagulate. How do I say it? Coagulate. Co- coagulate thank you I I should have just let you I should have just let you struggle for a minute so I always pronounce it wrong coagulate there you go um then she dried it in oven and then she grind it up and mix it with flour sugar chocolate milk eggs and margarine and made tea cakes no and she gave these tea cakes to many of these visiting women no that would come in and do readings vomitous like there's no other words it's crazy so what she charged for these services so basically according to some of the sources um leonarda she got life savings as the payment of her services which ended up being like three thirty between thirty thousand dollars between three to thirty thousand dollars sorry three to thirty thousand dollars worth of money so when, when they died money. with the money, <laughs> <of> dollars <laughs> like what else is it going to be worth of? <laughs> like anyway. thirty thousand dollars worth of 
Money. <laughs> I don't know. Like worth the worth of compensation. So when she um when the last victim happened, she basically said that it ended up in a pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white, and when it had melted, she added a bottle of cologne. And after a long time on the boil, she was able to make some acceptable creamy soap. That is unacceptable. She gave these bars to neighbors and acquaintances, and the cakes, too, were better. The women were really sweet, is how she said it. She said, the, okay, wait. She gave the soap to people, and you said, in the cakes, what? The cakes, too. She said, the women were really sweet. Meaning the women. Right, no, no, no. I grinded up that. into the tea cakes. Were really sweet no so yeah so the the death of the third victim virginia Mm -hmm. um had been so she had a sister-in-law who became super suspicious of her sudden disappearance it was unlike her um it was really weird that she wasn't allowed to go and tell anybody where she had just gone and then all of a sudden she disappeared Mm mm-hmm so she reported it. That to the was weird. <laughs> it is weird because who fucking does that? Right. So she reported it to the authorities and had told them that she had last seen her sister entering Leonardo's house. So they went to her house, mm-hmm. questioned her, and Leonardo was arrested. Initially, they just just arrested her. Like they they arrested her. Initially, she denied killing anyone. Right. Like, what what grounds did they arrest her on, though? I mean, I'm glad they did. I'm just, I'm curious. Right. Well, Jessup, which is one of her children, Mm -hmm. ended up implicating that Virginia was murdered and gave a full confession about it. Oh. She knew it happened because she I mean it's really hard to like hide the fact that you're cutting up people and dragging them in a closet and boiling their remains right um so in 1946 um Leonardo's trial was like it happened so she was found guilty of committing all three murders and was given a 30-year sentence and was also ordered to spend three years in a criminal asylum which is really funny because prison and asylum right but also she only got 30 years for killing three people 30 years what the fuck kind of justice system is that fucking right 10 years a person like what (laughs) well on october 15th 1970 leonardo passed away in the women's criminal asylum after suffering from some like brain hemorrhaging Mm -hmm. that was happening for like a prolonged period uh she was 76 years old and in fact many of the artifacts from the case like including the pot that she used to boil her victim victims in and even the um, basin that she held the blood in Mm -hmm. made their way to the um criminologist Criminologic. <laughs> Criminologic. What just happened? That's not <laughs> a word. Take that out. <laughs> um, made their way to the crimin- criminological music. Oh, say it again. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm 
fuck? I can't say it because I know I said it wrong the first time. <laughs> Criminological. Criminological? Yes, thank you. Please. Can you can you get that out my mouth? Criminal Criminological. Criminological. Jesus. Have you heard that little boy that goes on the news and he's like, well, apparently. Yes, he was on Ellen. But apparently, that's I've never been I on just, the news before. That's what apparently. I just like. <laughs> So many of the artifacts from the case, including the pot that she used to boil her victims in and like the blood basin that she had held all the blood in that she like, yeah, Yeah. Um, it made their way to the Criminological Museum in Rome, where they're currently displayed. They're still displayed there. No, thank you. And that, my friends, is the crazy case of Leonardo (laughs) Chinchilli. The soap tea cake nasty maker. <laughs> Gross. So the question is, did her oldest son end up getting drafted? Yeah. I mean, they were, they were all her friends and stuff were too. So her like, sacrifices did not work. Clearly. She was just a crazy lady turning people into soap and tea cakes for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. They had gotten drafted. The whole reason that she needed to have a human sacrifice was to keep them protected while they were drafted. Oh, so he's already there, but she's like, I got to keep them alive. So I got to keep them alive. So I'm going to kill these people. That makes sense. Makes all the sense. Got it. So much sense. When he's probably, you real cry cry. (laughs) It makes as much sense as like just one day deciding that you're going to be a fortune teller and give me your hands so I can read them. <laughs> um, I found you a husband. He's way far away. He's like way <laughs> over there. I found you a job at this girl's school. She's way over here. Oh, hey, I found you a job as a, a secretary of, it sounds like a magician. <laughs> it sounds like a magician. <laughs> That's not important. Details aren't important. <laughs> write this letter (laughs) write these letters and postcards don't tell anybody (laughs) would you like some wine (laughs) goes down real nice oh that's awful and gross it is gross gross. i had to i had to try to do a case on people that i could barely pronounce their names yeah i was like why (laughs) why can't you pronounce (laughs) any of these names i don't know hey i did good it was just the last one that i didn't do good (laughs) you're like i I had to literally literally stop to listen except i kept calling leonardo leonardo (laughs) i know i don't know why that doesn't count that's that doesn't count that doesn't count (laughs) i mean that's close enough we all knew we knew what you meant it's one letter that's different it's one letter and leonardo is much more commonly heard than leonardo i mean there's not a there's not even abbreviation for a women's form of that an abbreviation like, like leo a, if i said oh, leo, people would think i'd mean, be talking about like a nickname for it um le- oh yeah i guess nickname i don't know why i said abbreviation i was like abbreviation what l <laughs> <laughs> like yeah <laughs> listen it's it's monday okay? it is monday it is so monday all right
well, that was that on that. So you can follow us. Go to our website, serialhawksisters.com. I almost said at gmail.com. That's our email. You can send us an email <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> be like, just be like, hey, what's up? And we'll be like, what's up? So, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find where to follow us on our website. Um, all yeah. that fun stuff. Let's let's be awkward because we clearly yeah. can't do this today. <laughs> let's be awkward. <laughs> okay, bye.